Welcome back to Internationally Syndicated. Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love having on the program Alex Brill. He's with the American Enterprise Institute. AEI.org is uh, their website. One of my favorite think tanks, and uh, they keep the think in think tank. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff out there in in that that field, in the business of thinking that uh, has been, uh, in my opinion, replaced with a lot of emotionalism, speculation, demagoguery, some of the things that uh, you hate to see. And although uh, AI is certainly a right-of-center think tank, uh, it doesn't do it, 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 it does its work based on fact, based on reality, and they even talk about stuff that doesn't quite jive with what their thoughts were about it going into it, which means they're intellectually honest as well. Really hard to find those values today, as you well know, Alex. Welcome back to the show. Nice to be with you. Always nice to be on the show with you. Yeah, Alex has a great career, uh, former chief economist over at the um, House Ways and Means Committee, plus he worked in the White House in economic issues. Always glad to have you on the show. Let's get into our topic today, one that uh, really is crucial. Uh, We're watching these numbers. We're watching what's happening Financially, uh, we saw a budget deal, and like we now always do budget deals, it's been literally, I think, decades, right, since they actually passed a real budget in the, in the real sense of the word. Um, yeah. You know, we did another one of these patchwork deals of, of uh, keeping it going, um, and, and then we kind of looked at what damage did we do after the fact. <laughs> and you're now seeing some of the damage. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, the budget is one of the most contentious issues in Washington. Um, you know, these annual appropriation levels, how much to spend, how much to tax, um, which programs uh, get cut, which programs get reformed, which programs get expanded. Um, very contentious, especially in divided government. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, Democrats and Republicans, uh, you know, go to the mat on this. It used to be an issue that had a lot of uh, bipartisan cooperation. The appropriations process used to be very cooperative across party lines, and now it's much more divisive. But this is all in the backdrop of a really, fairly rapidly deteriorating budget outlook. And so, you know, Republicans are 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 very concerned about uh, annual outlays, annual discretionary outlays. They're trying to squeeze the budget down as much as they can. Um, Democrats are concerned about vital programs being cut. Um, but while this is happening, while these bills are, are being developed, what we're seeing in the data is that the deficit is deteriorating pretty rapidly relative to where it was a year ago. Revenues are down and outlays are up significantly. And so mm-hmm. in that context that lawmakers are trying to figure out how to get these bills put together uh, by the end of the fiscal year. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's all patchwork. It's all, there's not a whole lot of deliberation going on. If, if you ran your uh, fiscal, personal fiscal life the way these guys run the government, uh, you would be ruined. You'd be ruined in no time. And, and, you know, and of course, that's what they're doing with us. $30 trillion debts. I, I, I have a hard time even getting that out of my mouth when I say it, you know, and I've been involved in politics, as you well know, uh, you know, before I had a, a career in media, I worked in public policy. I was an aide to uh, Senator Gordon Humphrey. How's that for being old, you know, and, and worked during the Reagan years in D.C. And, and 
through uh, men's most of the 90s. And when I got started, uh, they were trying to fight the effort from the national debt reaching a trillion dollars. I was part yeah. of a campaign to stop that from happening. Well, now we routinely do that every year or so. It took from 1788 to 1983, I think, or 82 to get to a trillion dollar debt. Now we routinely do that. That's right. The deficit this year, the amount of, of, of increased borrowing just in the last 10 months is $1.6 trillion. So this notion of the debt being a trillion is a, is, is a joke. I mean, we're, we're borrowing hundreds of billions of dollars more than we're bringing in. Um, you know, our outlays exceed our revenues by hundreds of billions of dollars per month. Uh, and we're over a trillion dollars in, in a deficit for just this year. And it's, and it's rising rapidly. It's rising because interest rates are higher, so our interest payments um, are higher. It's higher because our Social Security outlays are, are growing, $100 billion in increased Social Security, $100 billion in increased Medicare payments uh, in the first 10 months. And for some reason, we're seeing softer revenues. I mean, the, overall, the economy is, is, is pretty good. Uh, people are working, but the, the tax payments are starting to come down. And so that's also contributing to this widening deficit that we're seeing um, at the federal level. Yeah, you know, what, what, what is it? Fitch, Fitch being one of the record, uh, reporting agencies on the credit of everything from businesses to government, uh, downgraded our credit rating. Has that had an impact in all this, or is it too early to say? I mean, I think it's a reflection of the reality that independent analysts are looking at the, uh, the, the structure of government meaning the mandatory programs, the, the outlays that we're obligated to pay, and the tax code and the revenues that we're expected to gain, they're looking at the structure of the program, and they're looking at the politics of the system, and they, they downgraded the, the federal debt one notch. Um, they've also, there's also been downgrades across the banking sector. So on one hand, we're seeing you know, strong labor markets, but on the other hand, we're seeing these downgrades both to the government and to, uh, to our financial institutions, that uh, I, I think are, are, are rightly raising concerns about, um, about the risks that, that the U.S. economy is facing in the future. Yeah, but they're not reflecting these, this uh, uh, credit issue that you were just referring to. It's just the high interest rates at this point. But those kind of things can impact an institution, be it a government or a business, uh, what, they're, what they're required to pay. Well, you're not seeing that effect yet from Fitch, and we may not see that. Yeah, that's right. I don't think that the, the Fitch downgrade makes the interest rates go up. I think that it's the other way around. It's the, the higher interest payments um, and the higher outlays and the increased um, uh, lack of cooperation that is making that is making Fitch um, – turn and say, you know, have, give pause, uh, you know, and, and raise questions. Um, but the higher interest rates are a big deal. I mean, one of the largest increases in, in costs that the federal government incurred in the last year has been the increased uh, payments on the public debt. I think it's up about, uh, again, over $100 billion. I think it's about $150 billion more in interest payments than were paid a year ago. And that's wow, that's industry. incredible. Uh, talk a little bit about um, 
what, what are you attributing the revenue decline to? What are you seeing when you look at the macroeconomics? Uh, or really dig into a little bit of the micro uh, driving that. Yeah, so the, I mean, the, the outlays are down, uh, I'm sorry, the revenues are down um, on the individual side. So, so corporations seem to be doing about the same. So corporate tax payments are about even. Um, you know, we've got, we've got different categories of, of tax payments. We've got corporate tax payments, they're about 10% of the total. They're about even to where they were at this point last year. We have payroll taxes. That's, you know, our Social Security taxes that we're paying. Those are up a little bit, actually. And that's because lots of people are working. People did get some raises, maybe not enough, but they have received some raises. And then the third category, which is actually the largest category, is, is the everything else. It's our, it's our income tax payments. Um, and that's where we've seen um, a decline. That's because we saw um, larger refunds earlier this year, um, and maybe because there's a uh, fewer capital gains taxes being paid. We, we don't see that level of detail yet, but it's reasonable to think that perhaps um, there's fewer realizations uh, that are occurring. And so that's bringing down uh, total income tax revenues. I think it's about 10% from where it was a year ago. And, uh, and so those two factors, increased outlays and decreased revenues, are, the, are both in, in about equal proportion contributing to the growth in the deficit. And I want you to say one more time, you, met, you said it in passing, and he's actually said a lot, so I'm, my brain's a little numb just because of how disconcerting what you're sharing is. How big is the decline between now and this time last year? So the, the so revenue, $1.6 uh, So receipts, revenues are down uh, about a little more than $400 billion for, uh, wow. in, over the last 10 months. And outlays are up almost $500 billion. Wow. And thus we're looking at a $1.6 trillion deficit. Yeah, yeah, because we were running a, last year at this time, we were running a deficit of about $700 billion, and then now that deficit is worse by about $900 billion. So 400 from, from more, more lower than receipts, 500 from more. Outlets. 15%. That's right. More than double. That's right. <laughs> you know what? You hear me laugh at inappropriate times is because of that <laughs> agony inside of me. You know, it's one yeah. of those. You know, it's I like, know that. I, I have to laugh or I'm going to cry, and so uh, no one wants to hear me cry. And so, oh boy, uh, Alex, thanks so much for reminding us. Another story. This is the second. Uh, did a great story with. Uh, General Jeffrey Schlozer about what's uh, going on in Niger, in Africa, you know, underreported there. Uh, again, all this stuff is not nearly as interesting as the battle of the waste between Trump and Christie. You know, we live in this culture that is really shoots for the lowest common denominator rather than dealing with some of these really important topics. I'm very grateful that we have someone like you to help us analyze and look into this and hopefully you know, people listen to this and contact their congressman and say, what the heck's going on here? Uh, I don't know if people even do that anymore. It's really weird times. But love having you on. I really love the American Enterprise Institute, as you well know, one of my favorite think tanks. Make sure you check out AEI.org. And Alex, love having you on the show. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. It's always good to talk to you and, and, and share thoughts and have good discussions. I encourage everyone to, to check out uh, AEI's website. It's AEI.org. Um, 
we have lots of thoughtful commentary on a, on a wide range of topics and, and uh, encourage people to give it a read. Yeah, I'm waiting for you guys to change your branding to we put the think in thinking. <laughs> I like it. I like that. I'll pass that, I'll pass that idea along. <laughs> because, again, there's a whole lacking of that in uh, which, what are often, I, I almost think most of them, unless they're extremely um, niche-oriented or esoteric, you know, uh, almost all of them are uh, more propaganda arms than they are true think tanks. You guys take thinking seriously. So keep up the good work. All right, I'm Thanks. Kevin Price. This is the Price of Business. Stay tuned for more.